For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode of the Old Dogs REI Network is brought to you by Mino Studio. In a world where jobs are how most people make money, one man, one desire, one challenge dares to break the mold. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where we don't work for money. Money works for us. Coming soon, viewer discretion advised. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manassero. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network. I'm your host, Bill Manassero, and this is the show where 50 plusers and anybody else who wants to join us get solid, no sales pitch real estate investing advice to help generate real cash flow. This podcast airs twice weekly on Mondays and Fridays, and if you aren't already a subscriber, go to iTunes or Apple Podcast, type in Old Dogs, spelled D A W G S, find our podcast and subscribe. Well, we got a, a, a great show for you today. Um, I'm pretty stoked about. Uh, this is a fellow Southern Californian that we're going to be interviewing today, and I'm talking about Joe Arias. And uh, Joe and his partners have flipped hundreds of properties in the Southern California region. So this is something of interest to me because I you know, it looks like it's impossible. But anyway, we're going to keep going here. He has developed cutting edge systems to simplify and scale the entire remodel process that can easily be applied to flipping, rentals, wholesaling, and other passive income strategies. More recently, Joe founded a real estate investing education uh, company called Real Success. Real Success is an educational platform focused on teaching people flipping, rentals, passive income, and wholesaling. He's also an author who has written four books, uh, Finding Your Real Success, Flipping with Real Estate, Rentals with Real Success, and Success Plan, and is currently writing another book, it sounds like, on wholesaling. Now, from a young immigrant from Argentina with no financial literacy to a celebrated real estate investor, Joe is a true testament to hard work and discipline and the power of real estate investing here. As an investor, he has made it his mission to help others achieve financial freedom while enjoying living a life of passion, fulfillment, and empowerment. 
Well, Joe, welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network. I love it. I I, I got I got to get those lines uh, for an intro. I, I you know thank you for that intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh no, no problem. Well, you know you're 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 not not anywhere near. It sounds like an old dog here, but uh, you know we like to have young pups on that can share you know their knowledge and their abilities too. So uh, we're real glad to have you on. Thank you, Bill. I got a question for you before we we start. Sure. Hey, I'm supposed to be the guy asking questions. I know, but I ask you, why, <laughs> why, why the name that old dogs? And and then do you think you can teach new tricks to old dogs? <laughs> of course you can. Or I wouldn't be here, man. This is the place where you can teach old dogs new tricks. And uh, we got a lot of old dogs here that have learned new tricks and are doing great in real estate investing. So to answer your question, yes, you certainly can. And I'm hoping you're going to be able to teach us old dogs some new tricks too. Mm. Yeah, that would be awesome. Well, uh, you know, give us a little bit of your background here. It's very interesting. You know, you came over here um, as an immigrant from Argentina, um, and now you're just this big uh, real estate rock star here. Um, what happened? <laughs> Tell, you know, can you give us a little bit of the story? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, you know, I, I came here. I'm, I'm 39. I came uh, to the U.S. when I was 19. Uh, from uh, I was an immigrant. I'm an immigrant from uh, Argentina, just like you said. Um, you know, all, all my life follow the traditional mindset, which is you know to go to school and you know um, buy a house and 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 pay the taxes the way everyone gets them, pays uh, them, and and you know work very hard for many years, um, and hopefully at some point I can you know retire and. Um, and I, I did that for like, you know, 10, 15 years. I, I got a job and I was making money, but I was, I was also spending money. And I felt like I felt like at the end of the year, it, it was never good enough. I didn't have any money uh, left. And uh, and 10 years ago, I I, uh, I I did a real estate seminar. Uh, it was a two day seminar that changed my life. And um, after that, I, I really got involved with flipping and um you know, I flipped two houses on my first year, made $164,000. And after that, I just, I was just really hooked. And you did, uh, you did this all in California, right? Uh, well, flipping, you know, uh, flipping it. California is a great market for flips. Might not be the best market for rentals, but when you can flip houses and leveraging OPM, which is other people's money, you're not using your money. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll flip all day long here in Los Angeles. It's, it's an emerging market. Prices are going up. Um, the risk when you flip, I mean, it's all in the buy. So if you're buying at a lower cost on off market, um, definitely, you know, remodel it, stay within three months, put it in the market, cash out fifty, seventy thousand $70,000 and move on to the next one. Well, that you've definitely got to know the the market. I guess that's that's the huge part about it, right? Is that ARV that uh, you know that you you know in order to get a house here and and project you know what you have to do to get you know to be able to get that kind of a return, uh, you definitely need to know what you're doing. Yeah, but it's no different than anything else. If you want to be good at it, you just got to know what you're doing. Right, and I understand that uh, that's what uh, that's what you specialize in is showing people how to do that, right? Yeah, yeah, and also like you know, there's something also about. Let me ask you this: What is your um, 
What is your thoughts about flipping? You, you, you're in Cali. You live in, in you're, you're close to Los Angeles, right? Yes. What is your experience, not, not experience yourself with flipping, but what is your, because um, if you ask me about rentals, I'll tell you just go and buy rentals outside of California. But, you know, do, do you do you have a, a, a positive reaction on flipping houses in, in Los Angeles or you think it's like, you know, it's a very expensive uh, market to flip? Well, it's definitely an expensive market. I mean, I know at home self we're here, and that was one of the things that discouraged me when I first started. I said, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to be buying properties in, in California. But I, I ran into, you know, a gentleman who has been flipping here for like 40 years um, and, uh, you know, does quite well doing it. And I just... I, I, you know, I knew there was something missing and, and what was missing is the, the cash in my pocket when I started, because, you know, he's, he talked about going to the, you know, courthouse steps and, you know, he's got, he's got, you know, cashier's checks in his pocket, you know, for six hundred seven hundred thousand dollars And so you, you've got to have that cash to get started. I, I know that's got to be a, a prerequisite to flipping in California. Yeah, but it, it it can be. It doesn't have to be, Bill. Um, you can uh, you can uh, leverage uh, OPM, other people's money. You could do hard money. You could do private money. So just think about this. You buy a house in uh, in Inglewood. Inglewood is an emerging market right now. Uh, you know, is it is it fancy? No, but who cares if it's fancy or not? If it's going to put fifty, eighty thousand dollars in like five, six months, you know, I'll do it all day long. So if you can buy a house for the the medium uh, uh, price home in Inglewood, it's between four and five hundred thousand dollars, right? So let's say that you buy a house for five hundred thousand dollars. Let's say you buy it for four fifty and you put fifty thousand dollars for the remodel. You need five hundred thousand dollars. You get a hard money that pays you know up to ninety percent on the purchase price, and they pay a hundred percent on the construction. So that just just say like just for the sake of the conversation, you're getting 95% of all the money that you need. So 90 95% of 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 400 of 500 thousand dollars, I could do the month. It's uh, 500 times 95%. That's 475 thousand dollars. That technically, if the deal is good, a harmony lender is going to give you. Gotcha. But don't you have to have the money first to buy the house uh, before the hard money lender is going to give that to you? No. What money are you re are you assess are you referring to the private money? Yeah. In other words, the you're you're gonna you got a house you're gonna work on. Okay. That you that you've targeted here. This is the house I want to I want to acquire. Doesn't the hard money lender you know have to have uh, you know the guarantee for them is the is the ability to be able to sell that house if you default, right? Um. Do you need to have which money? Do you need to have the 5% or the 10% that you need to buy the property? Well, oh, so you're saying you would, you would only come in with 5 or 10%. Uh, I was saying how many lender will give you up to 90% of the money, right? Sometimes they'll do 80%, 85%. I got all the way to 95% of the purchase price. Okay, so, so you just have to, you're saying you just have to have that, that down payment initially. You need to find, you need to have a twenty five fifty thousand dollar private money loan. Okay, gotcha. Now, if you like fifty thousand dollars, I always tell our investors, don't put the money yourself. Leverage other people's money. Give someone a ten percent annual. Just think about it. You get to a hard money lender. Let's say that you you they they give you four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You need fifty thousand dollars in cash. 
to flip a house in Inglewood, right? Um, you get $50,000, you pay someone 10% of that. 10% of $50,000 is how much? It's like $5,000. 5K, but we're only flipping. We're not going to do any addition, additions. We're not going to add another story. We're not going to turn the garage into an ADU. We're going to do a very quick flip. We're going we're gonna to do an over-the-counter uh, permit. That means it's going to be like, you know, we're going to get the permits right away. It's going to be, you know, something simple. And we'll be able to upgrade the quality of that house. And we're going to do that within six months. So um, if it's five, uh, you know, 10% of 50,000 is 5,000, but you're going to use it only for six months. So you're literally paying someone $2,500 to leverage their money. For the most part, yeah. When you're you're doing this, you're you've, let's say you found you've got you got to find this property first, right? And um, when you say a kind of a light flip or, or a light rehab, what, what, can you tell me kind of get a little more specific there? What what you're actually doing to the property? Yeah, well, what, what, there's you know there's two there's two parts that are the, the 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 most the two most important parts of a house where people have to put their money is what the kitchen and the master bathroom. So, you know, everything else is maybe rough, a little bit of rough electrical, rough plumbing on, 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 on the other bathroom, right? But for the most part, you're going to spend most of your money in the kitchen and the master bathroom. So, you know, you just, you know, just rough plumbing, rough electrical is there. Just, you know, drywall. Then you have to like mud it and then you just put the finishes. So you just change the flooring, maybe open a wall. Um, there's a Chinese term called feng shui. When you open things, energy flows. So you probably want to, as long as it's not a low bearing wall, you want to open a few walls and and um, you know just 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 uplift the quality of the property. Are you doing much on the exterior? Yeah, you do like curve appeal, right? Curve appeal is very important. So you just like you know if it needs a new roofing, you just change your roofing. Then you can put some stucco outside or you know. Uh, or any kind of finish that you might want, and you give it a nice curve appeal, and and then you're in and you're out. Yeah, it seems it seems like fifty thousand wouldn't go real far. I mean, in in that kind of scenario, um, are, you, are you know you're finding you know good prices for the things that you're 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 utilizing? Uh, I mean, it's an example of fifty thousand dollars. I think that you might maybe need seventy thousand um, to to remodel a house, but we're not look. We're just looking at flooring, paint finishes in the kitchen, you know, um, uh, new windows, um, you know, maybe seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000. I mean, the 50 was just to like keep numbers simple. Right. right. But uh, we want to get in and out. Um, and a, a lot of the newbie investors will like let the contractor buy the materials and the, and the labor and the, and install it. I don't do any of that. I buy all the materials. I have a software where I can, um, we have a partnership with home Depot where we actually get a discount with Home Depot. Um, we get between 2 and 10% discount. Um, and, you know, you just buy the materials. You have all the materials delivered on site or have your GC pick them up. And then the GC will, like, bid on labor. That's the wholesale way to do it. That's how you pay low prices. That's great. That's great. Are you partnering with your students or, or the people that, uh, you know, that you – um, teach how to do this or do they ha have access to these discounts and um, the other things you're talking about? They do. We, we don't like, we don't partner with our students 
if they if we build the relationship and they become friends, because uh, everyone is a family. Every single investor that we work with, they become family. I, I, I run masterminds. I run different groups to bring people together. You know, um, it, it's all about bringing people together, especially for me. It's one of my missions. Um, getting off subject here, but I, you know, when I was a kid, I used to get bullied a lot. And I, I felt like I, I never had a group. I never belonged to, you know, this is in elementary school. So I always felt like I was a, an outcast. Um, and, you know, and then I came to America, to the U.S., and, and that showed up even more, right? The idea of, like, not belonging. Uh, but then in real estate, I was able to find a community of people, mind, you know, um, uh, like-minded individuals with a goal. Um, and, you know, I started with the goal of making money. And in the last few years, it has changed into making money and also making a difference. And I, that's why I love about real estate, because you can actually make money and you can also create massive uh, value for people and, and families. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, wh- how are you finding your houses? Um, do you teach that, teach that as well? Um, uh, there's different strategies that we use, right? I mean, these days, I mean, now with, you know, with the, the MLS is saturated, prices are going up. Um, you know, there's a strategy in the, we don't use the MLS, but in the MLS, there's a strategy called, you know, the first look in, which is like, as soon as a property comes into the market right now, the prices are super high. Uh, if you do in the MLS, you could do like the, 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 the last look properties have been in the market, like for over a year or two, but everything is off market. You want to deploy, uh, um, uh, mailing campaigns for closures, pre-foreclosures, uh, divorcees, fire uh, burns, uh, uh, fire damage properties, probates, um, um, you know, the properties, li- uh, uh, owners living out of state that are having issues, liens, um, uh, you know, there's there's def- definitely different uh, strategies that you can deploy, um, uh, social media, mailers, Craigslist, bandit signs, uh, text messaging. Uh, at the end of the day, all these strategies uh, will get you to the same location, which is you want to find someone with a problem, right? Someone that they can go into the market, get an agent, stage it, take photos, get an offer, open escrow, wait in a month or two to close escrow. It's people that have a problem that we can have a solution for them. So that's that's the key. But that's the key in life with any business, right? Find people's problems and, and bring a solution. Well, it's, it sounds like you've been working this for a while and 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 refining as you go along. Uh, what would you say? You know, some of the early mistakes were that you um, overcame to you know increase your return and your your productivity there. Yeah, I think my I have a I have a traditional mindset. Um, also, I have a cheap mindset when I started, which was I was focusing on how can I save money instead of making money. You know, it takes the same amount of energy to, or even more, to try to save money than to actually make it. But saving money is limited, where making money is unlimited. So my one of the biggest mistakes, um, it, you know, was just, just trying to save money. Like, you know, um, trying to, like, um, get a little discount here and there. You know, at the end of the day, uh, your team is... You know, your your rock, your team is as strong as, you know, as, you know, as your business. So, um, 
I, I, I maybe I hired our contractors that were not licensed to try to save a few thousand dollars, and then that backfiring you because if they don't have a license, there's there's an issue, or I overlook like you know some certain um, you know inspections that I could have done just to save money, and then um, and then I have to pay for a sewer uh, because they bought the, the person that bought the house from me did a sewer inspection and, and I didn't even know that the sewer was messed up. Um, you know, also trying to change the systems. If you have created a system that works, don't change it. Don't, don't tweak it. If it works, just keep it. That's another error that I was always trying to like make more money and grow faster. And, and, you know, sometimes you just have to like come to your Zen and, and do less, keep the system that works. And just repeat it. That uh, sounds like uh, definitely something you've done uh, on the successful side too. I mean, that's uh, that's uh, it. Um, you know, you were showing me earlier before the podcast. You know, some of the um, great resources you have online, um, and those are systems that you set up to save people time and money, um, which um, which definitely are invaluable. And it seems like things that you've worked out over time as you've tested tested it out as well um and things that are working for you as well that's great yeah i mean you know real estate is a big market i mean there's i always say that the more the more people that flip the more money as long as there's like a need and definitely right now it's seller's market so everyone is buying so there's definitely a need i wouldn't tell you know everyone to like jump into flipping if you know we're 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 having a down market, right? Because that's the time to hold, to buy, to buy and hold. But right now is the time to buy and, and sell because the economy is going up. So, um, you know, when you have a seller's market where, you know, everyone is buying, uh, that's what you want to do. You want to buy and sell. Um, and my mission is to help people do that. As, as long as people can make money out of it and, and make a difference, I'm all about it. Did you see any kind of a, a decline in the market uh, when COVID hit uh, in sort of the aftermath of COVID? Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, we still don't know what's going to be the aftermath of COVID. I think it's a new reality that we're adapting to it. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. A new variant might come in. Uh, I think that, I mean, real estate has been growing and growing. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe that it goes down a few points, but people are still buying Right. Well, it's definitely, I've seen it. <laughs> I see it here firsthand. Uh, it's crazy. You know, people keep saying this is the top of the bubble and it just keeps going. It just keeps going. And I mean, it can't keep doing that forever, but. You know, it's going to deflate. I don't think it's going to crush. I think it's going to deflate. Um, I think in the next two, three years, it'll, it'll, we'll start seeing it in the next few months. But I think that, that what's going to keep the lights on and the economy might go down, but real estate is going to in my opinion, it's going to keep on steady. It's not going to keep on going up. It might deflate a little bit, but who's paying the who's paying for the bills, uh, keeping the lights on, are the millennials. Millennials being non-committal in a good way, right? They've been membership based. They've been traveling. They've been working from home or just you know just being uh, you know mobile. And now they're hitting 30, 35, and maybe they met the love of their lives. And uh, what do you do when you meet someone and you want to settle? You buy a what? You buy a home. You buy a house. Yep. So 
my sister did that and, and other people, I mean, a lot of millennials are buying houses right now. So I think that millennials will keep the lights on for the next few years. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's what I, I, I agree with you there. I, you see it they, they, for, for a long time, they, you know, everybody's saying these, these are not buyers, these are renters, but that has been shifting uh, pretty dramatically. So uh, it's very interesting. And a lot of it is uh, working remotely contributed quite a bit to that. Um, what, um, you know, our audience are folks though, that are not millennials. I, we, we have a lot of millennials that listen and younger even, um, but, uh, you know, our, our target audience are those folks that are 50 years of age and older that are looking for ways to generate cash flow in their retirement or to maybe grow their nest eggs. Um, how would you say, uh, you know, flipping or the stuff that you're teaching would, would, uh, help with those folks? Yeah. Well, you know, everyone has to assess. I mean, I'm, I'm 39, like a few memories ago, I was 20 and I can't believe 20 years went by. And I feel like the next time I'm going to blink my eyes, I'm going to be 60. So these are all intelligent conversations we have to have start having now, either you're 40 or you're 60, right? Uh, retirement goes from 60 to 80 or 65 to 85. Um, some people have created retirement. Some people have 401ks. Some people are not, and, and there's strategies where you can leverage 401ks into uh, rentals, right? You can like deploy passive income. You know, 401ks are getting what between five and eight percent, nine percent, and you can uh, you can buy out of state and and and, and make over twenty percent, right? So um, there's a lot of opportunities for people. Uh, there's people with equity in their home. There's people with it's a bunch of SBA loans right now. Um, you know, um, you know, there's there's ways that people can flip houses without using their money. Um, you know, there's credit card stacking as well. I've, I've used that when I started. I, I, uh, I, I got like five different credit cards at zero percent, and I flipped four houses on credit cards um, at zero percent. So that was free money for me. That's great. But you know, it, it's if you're getting closer to retirement. You know, you got to think about what's going to be your strategy. Are you going to be flipping houses, right? Because if you don't have any money, you know, might be a good idea to start, you know, educating yourself and wholesaling and flipping. Um, but at the end of the day, the best strategy is the rentals. Rentals, um, you know, you want to beat retirement, you buy rentals. Um, but the, the, the whole idea with rentals, it's a slow game. Right. It's like you got to start buying rentals now and then in five, 10 years, you got a bunch of rentals giving you passive income. Right. Right. Well, I would imagine, too, that, um, you know, some of the, the folks out there that maybe they do have that nest egg, they've got the funds to maybe become private lenders um, and uh, maybe fill the gap there for those flippers that you know, need to need to you know get their first properties and so forth uh, do you ever work with uh, those folks yeah you can get private money i mean private money you get you know between eight and twelve percent and there's usually a fee sometimes that people brokers charge i think that the best the best one is just to get a turnkey rental outside of california right get a property that is giving you 10 or 15 percent cash in cash every year um you know in rentals you have four profit centers right you have uh, you have cash flow, you have appreciation, you have the renters paying the mortgage down, and then you have tax strategy. So, you know, you can lend if you want. I just think the best is just to get 
find a market that you like that is in expansion that is appreciating you know between eight and, and 12 13 percent every year um and then just just buy single family homes or you can buy duplex triplex fourplex uh you can do commercial 20 30 40 percent down not 20 but 30 40 percent down but you know you get over 20 percent return so i think it's a it's a better strategy to do that are you buying rental properties yourself me yeah we have one of our partners uh, you know we we buy outside of california turnkey rentals and what what markets would you say are good right now you know um there's a bunch of markets like you know florida texas um st louis um you know alabama uh the thing is that you gotta find the pockets because everyone like las vegas everyone is investing in some of these markets people are digging gold looking for gold but after like six months to 12 months um maybe, maybe those little pockets get get deployed so you have to go and find other pockets where you're getting you know, you're buying a, an $80,000 house, putting 20% down, and then you have the, the, the renter paying the mortgage down, and you're pocketing four or $500 a month. And how are you fi finding those pockets yourself? Well, you know, how do you find properties, right? You can, uh, you can, you can like, find the same way that people find them, right? You can do mailers, you can do agents, right? It's a lot of agents in the neighborhoods that they have access to uh, off-market properties. Um, it's all about developing your team, building a team that takes time and, and you know, also the, the good practice, right? I'm, I'm a, I like tennis, right? So I play tennis in my free time mm -hmm. and um, I have a coach now, but for many years I never had a coach and I learned how to play tennis the wrong way. So it's not just about taking action, but it's about taking the right action. That's great. Great point. Um well, your your business, you build up this uh, this great business, and um, it uh, seems like, I mean, you're off to a, quite a start. Well, what excites you about the future of your business, and where do you see it going? You know, I don't know. I I'm really excited about the possibilities. As I said, I uh, every time I encounter an investor, uh, sometimes we work with newbie investors, and Sometimes the, the mindset we have to it's 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 we have to work on changing people's mindsets, right? So that excites me, right? Like one of one of my investors, one of my students, um, she just like you know she she just she just flipped her her first house. It took her like nine months to like we help her, right? But it came with the small little things like making her bed in the morning, right? or organizing her house or, you know, just, just keeping integrity or being on time for her meetings. Um, those things are really excite me. Like obviously as investors, we gotta, it's okay to make money, right? That's another mindset change that we do. Some people have it like, like I had it 10 years ago. I was not good enough. Right. So sometimes these little chain mindsets, you know, little tops, in the trajectory of, of the boat heading in a direction in the big scheme of things create a an entire different direction that help people so i'm excited about that i'm excited about making money and, and making a difference and helping people and have them make money and help people as well that's great that's great yeah I, I, there's uh 
it's, it sounds like you've got a really nice system there. And uh, the fact that you share it with your with your students too, or those that you're coaching and training, um, that's a, that's a real advantage to be able to tap into the things that took you years to develop and, uh, to be able to benefit from those. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Like if you can, uh, if, you know, it took me five years just to get in real estate and then the last 10 years I've been like perfecting, you know, perfecting, uh, training and perfecting my own my own education and and uh you know you know I, I think that the only access to success is through failure you can't be successful without failure you have to you have to go through the door to to walk it and uh, and if i can help our other people to not go through the failures that i went through and um you know because real estate is like you know i'm gonna keep on the the example of the tennis ball but it's like if you play tennis, every time you hit the ball in the net, it's going to cost you $1,000, right? Like real estate, flipping houses is a little bit like that. Like every little mistake you do, oh, $300 here. Oh, I forgot to order those damn windows. Oh, man, I'm going to have to pay for five more days for this loan. Oh, $2,000 there. Like little mistakes, right? But that's how you learn. So if I can help people avoid those mistakes, why not? Right. That's great. Well, I would think one of the biggest challenges, um, it, it always seems to be on sort of the, the contractor side of things, um, getting good people that you can trust and count on uh, to be, you know, that that's that's the team that's making, you know, doing all the stuff, right? Um, had, what, what kind of advice would you have there in terms of, uh, you know, how or how you learn that process so that you've got a good core of people that you can trust and, and deal with on a regular basis? Yeah, I mean, you know, the contractor is one part, right? Um, th there's there's four areas when you flip a house. You got finding, you got buying, you got remodeling, you got selling. Finding is finding. When you buy it, you got full control in the buying. If you don't want it, you don't buy it. Simple as that. You pay four or $500 for an inspector, you're an escrow, you have a clause, you have a, you know, a loan clause, or you have a, you know, any clause, you just back out, you're out of the deal. So you have full control on the buying. You have certain control on the selling in regards to, you know, comps. We're not like holding, so we got a good idea, more or less five, 10%, how much money we're gonna be making uh, in the next three, four months, if we do a nice remodel. Um, so the, the biggest thing is obviously finding the property at a right price. But once you get that one dialed in, the next thing is the construction. You know, if, if you don't have a contractor and uh, maybe you're in a new market, maybe your contractor is busy, you definitely want to, um, find a licensed contractor. That's an error I make. Don't hire someone that is not licensed. That'll be one thing. And then the other one is I like to buy my materials. I pay my material, I buy my materials. So when, when I get contractors coming to give me a bid, they, they just bid me on the labor. When I, when I run my, my, if I'm in a, in a new market, I, I like to, um, interview like, you know, four or five contractors at the same time. So I have everyone come at the same time. I got the scopes of work in, in the table. And everyone picks up the tape, the, 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 you know, the, uh, you know, and, and then I have kind of like a, a, you know, if someone runs late, that's out. 
right? First meeting, contractor, if you're running late, you're probably going to run late on your meeting, on your uh, on your flip. So that's like a, like a red flag for me. Um, and then and then and then I just like said, guys, thank you so much for coming. I'm going to give you guys a tour. I give them a tour of the project. Someone gives me an attitude because I hired because I'm because I there's other contractors there. That 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 person gets up, like disqualified right on the spot. So you know because what happens is you get a few contractors and all their all their egos. We all have egos. Their egos come out right there, right? Right. You got the confident contractor that is like, sure, I'm, I'm you know, I'm game for this. Then you have the guy that has an attitude that is gonna be like, how do you dare like calling me with other contractors? Well, that's the guy you don't want to hire because when that guy did not meet his deadline or his benchmark and you tell the guy, hey, I'm not going to pay until you finish this because that's what's in the agreement. Guess what? Do you think he's going to have a good attitude or he's going to have the same attitude? Good point. Well, man, we're, we're t- our time is zipping by here. I uh, um, We have a segment right now we call Wrap It Up where I uh, ask you a series of quick questions, kind of like a lightning round, and you share resources that have been of value to you. Um, if you are ready, we can go ahead and uh, do our wrap it up. Yep, I'm ready, Bill. All right. Uh, favorite real estate book? Oh man, uh, <laughs> I do a lot of audiobooks. Um, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad is the one that came to mind. Yeah, that's that's. It's it's more about mindset. It's not about real estate, but exactly. But that's the one you know. That's the one that came to mind. That was the one that changed my whole my, my trajectory there i'll tell you um without a doubt i mean there's i mean mindset is so important right there's it's it's so you know i i think about thinking grow rich you know uh there's the the who moved my cheese like the whole all those books about how to influence how to win uh, friends and influence people um you know there's a book by robert green called mastery um uh, grant cardone has another one sell or be sold i think it's called these are all like mindset books uh, mm-hmm. that I think that they're they're really powerful. Um, yeah, that was my next question. Favorite sort of general business book? Um, I, I would say that they are mindset books, but a lot of people, you know, say that their favorite business book because that helped them to change their business. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know I like my the book I wrote about you know I don't want to sound like um, you know I. I I, I like. I would say that my favorite book is the one I wrote, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's my favorite because I share like real failures in that book, and I like that because people learn through stories. People learn through, you know, what I'm saying like that book I share about like where I made mistakes, and um, and I think there's a lot of value on learning through that, so people don't do that. Yeah, that, uh, that that's I, I think that's invaluable. I have a good friend, Paul Moore, who has a podcast or had a podcast that was all just on um, mistakes <laughs> that you've made, you know, your biggest business mistakes. And uh, that was great stuff that people shared in there. Um, I think you learn a lot from other people's mistakes. It saves, yep. saves you a lot of heartache. Uh, how about a, a valuable website that you use on a regular basis that... Uh, you know, for your business. Um, website. I, 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 I would say, well, I have, 
I, I've created the, the the website that we that we that I give to all my investors, um, and where they can access all the legal documents and all the kitchen template downloads and all that. That's the that's the website I use every day. Um, third party websites, um, I, I don't know. I I have like probably like thirty different subscriptions. Just you know. I'm, I love subscriptions and I love anything that will help me scale my business. Sure. So I don't know, maybe like Gmail. <laughs> That's the way <laughs> okay. Google is where I am all the time. If I have a question, I, I research that. And, and, and again, you have to discriminate and see what, what's good information, what's not. Sure. Um, how about a favorite app, something on your phone? Favorite app? I love WhatsApp. Yeah. I build teams on WhatsApp. Oh, that's great. The project that I have is a new, it's a new team, and and yeah, that, that'll be my favorite. Yeah, it's it's good internationally too, which is really neat. Um, how about a favorite quote? Favorite quote? I don't have a favorite quote, but I will tell you a quote that I was thinking about yesterday, which is a, a quote by a Persian uh, poet, um, by you know by the name of Rumi. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that it, that says whatever you whatever you seek is seeking you. Oh, interesting, interesting. And that's kind of like the power of association. Um, you know, the power of there's the crab in the bucket syndrome as well. Um, you know, there, there's different. Uh, uh, you know, what you what, what you seek is seeking you means that whatever you put your mind into it, that's what you're gonna attract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Well, the uh, final question is, uh, if you lost absolutely everything, all of your assets, and uh, you had to start all over, you know, knowing what you already know, and all you have is $1,000 in cash, what would you do with that $1,000 to relaunch your real estate investing business? I don't know. I, don't, I you know, what I would do with, you know, the beauty about real estate is that you know, you're always standing on the giant's shoulders, right? Um, I would say that I would put that money on my health because money comes and goes, but uh, health, number one, happiness, number two, number three is money. Because if, you, if you're not healthy, I don't care how much money you have. If you're not happy, who cares how much money you have? But I would just put it probably $1,000 on health and happiness. Interesting. Wow. Well, um, we uh, we're, we're getting close to wrapping up here. Uh, before we do, you had mentioned that you've got an event coming up in in so- SoCal, and um, do you want to let us know a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I, you know, I would love this this interview to be listened as an evergreen podcast. You know, Not, I don't want to I don't want to age this in maybe five six months, but. I would say that we offer, uh, um, we're doing a, a two-day seminar. By the time you listen to this podcast, I don't know where we're going to be, but we're doing um, different events. Um, you know, we, we're investors. We flip houses, we own rentals, we do syndication. Uh, but sometimes people, we get a lot of phone calls from people that are like, hey, guys, can you guys put an event? Can you guys do, you know, and, you know, every other month, every, you know, every few times in the year, we put a few events just so we can put a bunch of people in a room, teach them what they need to be taught, and then send them to life, send them to the world to to 
you know, to apply what they learn. So um, I would say just go to um, ourrealsuccess.com. That's our, O-U-R, and then the word real, and then success.com. And check whatever events we have at that time. Uh, we're doing one in February, uh, but that's just coming up right now because we're in February now. Uh, we're doing another one in April. Um, you know, the idea is just to like pass the message to people so they can, you know, it's very good time right now to, to, to be flipping. So, and, and doing wholesale. Awesome. Uh, regarding, you know, the, the, all the other services and things that you do, uh, it, it would be at that same, uh, web address. Yeah, they can, they can look, look us up there. Some people need handholding. I'm the kind of guy that I need handholding. When I started, I was just jumping from from place to place. I didn't know what to do. It took me five years to finally find, you know, the company that I wanted to work with. Uh, the investors, you know, real success. Some of those partners were people that I that I that I got coached. I, I would say that that that's the place to go if you wanna if you need handholding. Uh, we can definitely help people doing that by sharing our strategies and, and our experience. Excellent. And if people want to connect with you, or um, is that also the, the website's the best place to, to do that? Yeah, they can go to Joe Arias Investor in, in Instagram. And maybe you can, I don't know if you can have the ability to put the link or not. Yeah, we'll have that in our show notes, yeah. Joe Arias Investor, you can Instagram, and, and my company is there. Uh, the company that I work with is there, uh, which is real success. Um, yeah. And I, I, I always say carpe diem, you know, All right. today's the day. You got to seize the day. Seize the day. You got it. Awesome. Well, we have a tradition on this show, too, that uh, uh, you may or may not be familiar with, but uh, we, um, we're called the Old Dogs. Uh, and so we have each of our guests close us out with their best old uh, dog, hound dog howl. Um, are you ready for that? So I have to literally, like, do a, a howl? Yeah. Okay. All right, let me think. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> that's great that's the wolf that's the wolf that's it that's great i love and it i do the wolf because in life you can choose between being a lonely wolf or working in a pack yeah community good point good good way to tie it all together there i like that there you go. <laughs> well joe thank you so much for being on it's been some good good information good information for our folks yeah Hopefully, hopefully the last thought I want to say is information is good and you can find information anywhere. But when information gets applied with experience, that's where like knowledge gets created. So I really hope that with the information we're putting here, people can take action and they can turn information into knowledge because you can find information anywhere. But knowledge is different. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Really good stuff. 
All right. Well, thank you. And uh, I want to thank all our old dog listeners out there, too, for joining us. I know there's a lot of other things you could be doing right now, but the fact that you've taken the time to join us means a lot. And we really appreciate it. Now, please note everything that uh, Joe talked about today will be outlined in detail. There he is howling away there. (laughs) Um, Can be accessed in our uh, detailed show notes. And there'll be links in there as well to him and his company and uh, the things that he does and uh, just look for the episode um, with Joe Arias. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.